Ooh. I mean, ooh, welcome in Mad Talk Sports episode 59 post Super Bowl. Drake, what's up? Kyle, welcome back. Glad to be here. How's it Thanks. going? Yeah. I've been building this brick wall behind me for months. So once I finish it, you guys want me back on. Uh, are you building that or is that Tatum who's been building that? Boo, bad joke. <laughs> Come on, the brick, we're building a brick house. But uh, appreciate you joining us for episode 59, which is titled, let me add it to the stage here. It is Sin City to Indy because we are going from the Super Bowl in Vegas to the NBA All-Star Game in Indianapolis. So uh, the rhyme was a little coincidental, but I did want to incorporate that somehow into uh, our overall theme here. But as that suggests, we got to talk Super Bowl. There's a lot to talk in the Super Bowl, but then we got to catch up on the NBA. That's why we brought in a Celtics guy. And since it is All-Star break and the weekend All-Star weekend coming up, we will do our all-star draft just like last year. Might be a little harder now with three people, but should be a Might good be. Team. And it's a little sneak draft, a little different. Yep. You got to yeah. do that like that with three people, though, for sure. Otherwise, someone's just getting just scrammed in the back. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's dive right into the, the Super Bowl. So Super Bowl 58, and kind of want to leave it free form for us getting started here as far as like just general takeaways on, on the game. I know Drake, we talked a lot as it was going, but Kyle kick us off. What was your like initial thoughts on the game? Very, I don't want to say boring first half, but very defensive first half, which I enjoy because I like defensive football. Like I've always liked defense more than offense in football, but you know, Second half of the game really picked up. Overtime, obviously exciting. I think it was a really good Super Bowl, in my opinion. I would agree. I thought it was an excellent game because even when it was defensive in the first half, there were like fumbles going on. And there was some, yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed watching the trench battle. Yeah, that's why I, I love watching the defenses play. Like I've yeah, like I said, I've always liked defense more than offense in football. It's because I'm a Bears fan, and I was just kind of raised that way, you know. Maybe because you've still never seen an offense, so maybe. Rude and mean. <laughs> Drake, what about you? I mean, I liked it. I liked the game for sure. Um, it was pretty much everything I expected, to be oh. honest. I mean, I didn't expect all the turnovers and the special teams being important, as Joe called, but um, – it was pretty much everything I expected. It was a good game defensively, and it turned into an offensive offensive game. So I loved it. Yeah, I, I especially just like that it was a physical Super Bowl. Like even the completions that like like Brock Purdy had some nice throws over the course of the game, like in tight coverage, and receivers were kind of getting rocked a little bit and. The uh the O line the O line versus D line for both teams I thought was just a slugfest. Yeah. Except you know the Niners offensive line rarely knew how to block Chris Jones or who to block. I mean so, it's Chris Jones though, man. Yeah, it's Chris Jones, but some of those times he was it was like 
it was schemed to let him go almost like it was crazy. I don't know if that's a Spags thing, Spagnola on the uh, uh, the Chiefs coordinator, like scheming it up that way. But also Shanahan kind of does that where he schemes in a certain way to where he leaves somebody unblocked, like just assuming he can get away with that. And that's why usually his quarterbacks are hurt. But you can't do that to Chris Jones. I, how does Spagnola? How is he still in a, like a defensive coordinator? Because he was a head coach already with but the like, Chargers, or no, the Rams. Okay. But I feel like he should get another chance. Lead, you know, his defense is all the three times they've won the Super Bowl, they've always picked it up in the playoffs. Like I feel like he yeah. should get another chance to be a head coach. I don't think he wants to. I think. He's good at his craft. Like he won a Super Bowl with the Giants as their coordinator in uh I want to say it was the 11 Super Bowl. It could have been the 07 against the uh the unbeaten Patriots at the time, but I don't think he wants to. I think he's got a real shot in my opinion to make the Hall of Fame as a coordinator, which is very rare because he's already got four Super Bowl rings and beating some really great teams and I think he might have another on the way. So like I think he's set. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. I guess. Could he get a shot? Maybe. But, you know, the league has also changed, too, to where defensive coaches, you get like one or two years before you're out. Yeah. D'Amico Ryan's working out pretty well. He is. I'm not saying he can't work out. One or two, you know, we'll have to see how next year works. Right, yeah. It, It obviously depends. And going to the other side of the ball, like I do think the Niners' defense they were locked down in the first half, but once the chiefs O line kind of like shored up a little bit and Drake, I sent you, what's his name? The backup left guard who stepped in, I can, I can pull it up, but I was incredibly impressed with him. What's, let me see his name. Uh, I know his, his at, Oh, Nick Allegretti, Nick Allegretti. So he, he stepped in for Joe Tooney, who's a all pro left guard for the chiefs. And, Honestly, the first couple drives, it was obvious he was getting his ass kicked. But then the rest of the game, I was watching, and he held his own against a very good Niners front. And in the second half, it just seemed like the Niners' defense was either worn down or they just couldn't adjust once the once the Chiefs started moving their chess pieces around. I feel like Andy Reid got into like a rhythm in play calling during that second half. Yeah. That like Steve Wilkes, who I don't. He shouldn't have been fired, in my opinion. He got fired today. I don't think he should have, but like, he couldn't. He couldn't counter those moves Andy Reid was making. You know. Yeah, he. It, it kind of ended up looking in the second half like the Eagles' defense last year, to where they just had no answers. And so, I mean, that's Andy Reid is one of the biggest, one of the best halftime adjusters in the history of the sport. So that was apparent as far as I thought the coaching, the uh, the Chiefs clearly had the coaching advantage on both sides of the ball. You know the linebacker who filled in for Dre Greenlaw? Um, Burks. Warren Burks. Former Packer. He was, he was targeted nine He's times. Smart. And there were nine completions on him and, like, a touchdown. Yeah. That's and, like, 200 player. yards receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Once Greenlaw went out, yeah, that gave them a nice little out out routes. Out routes. They were killing them with out routes. Yeah. That was so sad what happened to Greenlaw. Yeah. And, like, like, at the time, 
people were like, oh, that's why you shouldn't celebrate too early or anything. But it's just excitement of just being there, you know? Like, it's yeah. not like he was, like, taunting or whatever. He was just excited that, you know? He was just running was on the field. And, I know. Yeah, he, but it was the way he was, like, revving his engine. Like, yeah, uh, he, like, because you know? he, he jumped up and then planted and then tried taking off. Like, so. I saw a video afterwards. I don't know how accurate it is, but it was someone's like medical perspective. And it was like a series of film of Greenlaw. And they said, they said where he puts pressure on his foot is that he's always putting undue strain on his Achilles. And that this was like eventually going to happen for him. Obviously, he just, the gave, worst out. Like uh, he just gave out at some point. Like it was, yeah, like that, I think, cause that's, that was what they were saying is basically like they showed series of film and just the way his feet always are when he's like making contact or when he's bursting. And it's like, he's putting pressure, a lot of pressure on like the side of his foot instead of like your front planter, like, you know, the balls of your feet, yeah. which is interesting. And if you watch the video, it kind of looks like what happened too, but I'm not a doctor. So I, I can't verify the fact. It kind of sounds like what happened to Derek Rose. I remember uh, people doctors and like people knew stuff about like medical things were just like the way he lands he's gonna tear up his knees and you know like yeah he ended up tearing up his knees you know it's like some people some athletes just like the way they grew up doing things they never were never told not to do that so like the way they move is just more you know more likely to be injured right yeah, I, yeah, I think that happens from time to time, uh, but it, it certainly had an effect on the Super Bowl. But either way, both teams had some guys that were missing, so you know there were no excuses for for anybody really. I thought, I thought it was a great game, and I I don't think there was terrible officiating or anything like that. People complained about holding, but I thought there was a lot of holding by both teams, and I thought those were calls that you rarely get. You rarely see get made anyways, so I, I thought it was uh, even even spread there. I think some of those calls, uh, some people have thought they should have been holding. I saw them on Twitter like slow down. Like Nick Bosa was spinning into like it, yeah. the Chiefs tackles chest, and like that's not a hold, you know? No. Like it, just because his hands are out, and he spins into it. That's that's not a hold. You can't call that. There's. There's holding every single play. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Drake would hold every play. <laughs> every play. <laughs> holding is a part of blocking, you know. You just depends on when you're gonna get caught. Kind of. It's or it's a, Yeah. It's a line you flirt with until they, they draw it to where you can't go any longer, and then you're like, All right, let me scale it back a bit. But uh so that was just something I want to say because I know a lot of people have been complaining about that, but I mean, something like Drake, you said, special teams, that was huge because obviously the, the Niners had a stroke of bad luck with that muffed punt, not even a muffed punt, just hitting someone it else. Just, but yeah. That's that's just bad luck, and it sucks, but that's uh, that's football. It's a random game in a lot of ways. I knew they were losing after that happened. Like <laughs> That's just one of the things you can't overcome. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm mean, like, yeah, that was just – that was a game changer, you know. It's unfortunate. Was that the second half, right? That was in the second half? Yeah, because they didn't score a touchdown in the first half. Yep. So, yeah, because – go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying – I was going to say, why did they stop running the ball in the, the, the 49ers Niners. in the second half? 
Kyle Shanahan, man. All right, there goes the Shanahan talk. I mean, valid. We're they all going to talk about Shanahan, Joe. We all feel like he fucked up in the. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. That's. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying he didn't fuck up. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying pump the brakes for a wee bit here before we get to our <laughs> our next portion. But <laughs> as far as why not run the ball, I don't know if Drake. We talked about it, but. It was pretty obvious to me that the 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 Chiefs defense, after getting just you know McCaffrey just railing them for two quarters, they said, "All right, we're gonna put seven men on the line and we're gonna dare you to run it at us." And the the Niners didn't call their bluff. The Niners were like, "All right, let's keep throwing the ball into the blitz," and that just was not a good strategy for them. So, should they have still ran the ball? Absolutely. Do I understand why they didn't? Slightly. Slightly. I mean, you should still run it. Like, you should still – that's that's the same trap that the Ravens fell into two weeks earlier. They were like, ah, they're loading the blocks. Let's throw it. I mean, but the Ravens ran the run. ball like six times. It's not really uh, – I don't find that comparable. What? You can't the Ravens run. only ran it like six times. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, I just mean from like what – Basically, what I mean is you can't let the defense dictate what you're going to do as an offense. If you do that, you are, you're the one defending against the defense. And if that's the case, the game's over. So once the Chiefs got into that mode, it was over. You can't yeah. run a successful Kyle Shanahan offense without, without running the ball. You can't. I, agree. I totally agree. And so. McCaffrey's their best player probably. So – and he was balling. Even that fumble, like, was just a great defensive play. It was just both running backs fumbling in, like, the first quarter or first half was just – I mean, obviously it, it, it didn't play a, a huge role in the game. I mean, I don't know. They weren't game changers, but obviously it played a role. But that's just, you know, I was like, I came on and I was like, yeah, both running backs are going to score two touchdowns. Well, (laughs) they both fumbled. I said both were going to throw a pick, but only Mahomes did. I said Mahomes was going to throw more picks than Purdy. You did. You, You certainly did. All right, well. Let's move along while we can then, I guess. Legacy and fallout, staying on the Super Bowl topic. So, Drake, you said Mahomes. We'll start with him. It's 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 happening now that everyone's throwing the goat word at him. What do you think? Too soon? Kyle, you're shaking your head. Go ahead. It's, it's way too soon. I mean, Brady has seven. He has seven. He made ten Super Bowls way too soon. It's way too soon. Even Mahomes said it himself. Like, he's not the GOAT yet because Brady beat him twice in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Like, it just – three versus seven is just not a good argument to me. Well, to be fair, Mahomes has only played six seasons, so it's, like, mathematically I mean, when Brady had three Super Bowls, he wasn't too far in his career yet either. Correct. But they were also very different. Same age. I'm just saying, like, he can't be the GOAT yet. I think he has to get at least five to be in the discussion. That's only two away. He could get that in another four years. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, like, unreasonable, but he needs at least two more to be in the discussion with Brady. Drake, what do you think? 
I mean, I'm not going to label Mahomes as the, the GOAT, but I've said it that I don't remember if it was last week, but Mahomes is the only person that can even touch that conversation. So, um, you did say that. Honestly, I still believe that, and I think that now he just solidified that we probably won't – nobody else will be in that conversation for another – Five years, six years, you know, it'll be. He's, he's stealing all the Super Bowls from all the other young quarterbacks right now. Well, yeah, and that's what people are saying is they're saying all of a sudden these other quarterbacks are going to look back at them like they're Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing were like, you just couldn't oh. win in the league at that time. Don't do Chuck like that. What do you mean don't do Chuck like that? I that's love a, Chuck. I like Chuck too, but, you know. That's that's what a lot of these guys could turn out being is the guys who were all really good but couldn't win because they were in the same conference as Mahomes or the same league as Mahomes, period. Like the time he lost in the Super Bowl was to a stacked ass Bucks team. And honestly, in that, we remember that Super Bowl where he was doing Superman sidearm throws and getting its receivers' helmets, and that's just they just couldn't do anything. They weren't a good team. And both so, his starting tackles were out of that game. Right. I think people forget that sometimes. They do. The O-line was was ass. And you and can tell that was a point of emphasis after that. That Bucks defense was the best defense in the league that year. It was incredible. So it, it really was. But back to the Mahomes specific part of it. So, yeah, it's obviously too soon to call him the GOAT, but he is certainly on pace. He is he's at a way faster pace than anyone in the history of this league. He already has more playoff wins than John uh John Elway, Terry Bradshaw, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Drew Brees. He's played six seasons and he's gone to right six or five. Either way, he's gone six. to the conference championship. Every year he's been a starter, and he's gone to four Super Bowls and won three of them. And all those wins were impressive. In the first half of this last game, I was like, okay, if he wins this one, like I'm not going to be going too far. But honestly, a lot of those plays he made were just like GOAT-esque as far as like mentality. Just like you see he's got that killer instinct to him. Those runs specifically were impressive. Like anytime he took off with it, except at the end of the first half when he almost cost them a chance at a touchdown, or he did, but cost them some time. But in general, he just had a killer instinct all game, and it was – it's really impressive. Fourth and one, and you're down. Patrick Mahomes, run yeah. for run for a first down. He wasn't going to give it to anybody else, you know. What do you guys feel about? Uh, how do you guys feel about the Niners taking the ball first? Good, good point. I was hoping this would come up. Stupid. I don't like it because the Chiefs knew. The Chiefs knew what they had to do going into that series once they got the ball, you know? Like, they knew they only needed three points to tie. Like, I feel like taking the ball first, I I mean, uh, I don't know. With the new overtime rules, if you win the toss, defer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you, Joe, what do you think? So, honestly, in the moment, I didn't think about it at all. I was like, of course you take the ball first. You want to set the tone. Now, in hindsight, people have said, okay, well, you gave Mahomes a target as far as what he's got to get, and you gave him an extra down. While if they got the ball first, you know, maybe they'd punt on that fourth and one instead of going for it. But personally, I have no problem with them 
getting the ball first. The thing I have a problem with them doing is what was it? Third and three on like the sixth yard line when they had the ball, the Niners, uh, you run that ball and then you go for it on fourth down and you score a touchdown. Like yep. that, that's where I had a problem was not trying to go to the end zone. Cause yeah, you know, that like, was a pussy be aggressive. Move. Be, be fucking aggressive, you know, like no half measures. That was my problem. I don't care that they took the ball first. I probably would have took the ball first. I want to set the tone. I, I get Mahomes is on the other side, but to Kyle's defense, Kyle Shanahan, not, Kyle Celtics guy, <laughs> the, de- <laughs> the defense was probably a little tired as far as like the, the Niners. Cause they had just defended the, the chiefs on their, their game tying drive at the end. So they, maybe that played into it a little bit. And you guys seen that all the players are like, we didn't even know the rules. Yeah. While the Niners players didn't know what the rules were. That's sad. And Obviously, like, even with the old rules, this still would have happened. But, like, the fact that if that's true, that they didn't prepare for that, like, that coaching didn't even go over the new rules with them. Yeah. What? Oh, I mean, for sure. I agree. That's that is the difference at the end of the day between Andy Reid and Bill Belichick and, and whoever you want to throw in that category versus everyone else. Literally, because you know those guys, those elite guys, they are preparing for what you're not expecting so that you can expect the unexpected. Like they're teaching the details. It's all about the the rules. It's all about the small things. Like you can see that with Andy Reid teams as of late, not early in his career, but in the second half of his career, like you see that. If you saw like the mic'd up stuff, all the Chiefs uh, players – knew exactly what was going on during overtime, and the 49ers did not. Yeah. And all the Chiefs players were like, oh, my God, they took the ball. Yeah. Like, if they yeah. want to take the ball, then we're doing this. Like, let them have it. And the guys on the Niners sideline were like, did you know that if we score, they still get the ball? Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Like, like not to the coaching failure, but the players, like, come on, dude. We know this. <laughs> Kyle's been working on a brick wall for the past year. Yeah, man. What do you think I've been doing? I don't like you. Yeah. you like the the players had to have seen that, you know, on some sort of social media or somewhere. Like you had Harvard guys know. like use check being like, I don't know the rules yeah. after the game. It's like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean? Like, there's alcoholics in like Kentucky that know the rules better the, of the game better than you do. You know, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Like, you're in the Super Bowl, know the rules. Yeah, I totally agree. So that's that's a little embarrassing. Now, now I guess we're on the Shanahan front. Do you? So you guys obviously, I think I know. Like, do you think the heat is deserved? Like, do you think he can't get over the hump? You, you know I like Kyle Shanahan. I really do. I love his his coaching style. I love his scheme. Um, and I like the Niners. But even just talking about this overtime rule, you know, that right there shows a lack of something in the locker room. Um, getting away from your – even if they're stacking the box, you don't get away from your point, like your scheme. You don't 
get away from the best running back in the league, the best player on your team, um, and start throwing anything at them, anything that you you can think of to throw at the defense because, oh, you don't know what to do because there's seven people in the box. Run mm-hmm. the ball, run your play action. And, you know, he's – unfortunately, that's what he does. Big time, big game Kyle, that's a, that's a name. You know, we talked about it last week that, you know, this is what was going to happen and it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't – it's easy to fault Shanahan, but, like, in the three Super Bowls he's coached and he won, he won against Brady and Mahomes. Yeah. It's hard to beat those guys, you know, no matter what you do. And, like, especially going into those games, it's like – I know it was Matt Ryan's MVP year, the year they played the Patriots, but such inferior quarterbacks – yeah, it's hard, you know. Like, yeah, I, I mean, even, Jimmy G and Brock are serviceable, but like, they can't make the big play when you need it. Sometimes, you know, no. where Mahomes and and Brady can every time. Yeah, but even last year, you know, like the way he handled Brock Purdy going down in that the game against the Eagles, that was even questionable at best. I mean, that was like your fourth quarterback at that point. Right. No, I, but you got you got to try something. Yeah, I agree with you, Drake. It was it was the inability to adjust. But Kyle, you make a great point. Like he his three appearances, he went against who we all pretty much think now are the two greatest to ever do it, and not to mention probably two of the top you know five coaches to ever do it as well, coaching those great quarterbacks. So, but yeah, like to be fair, I totally agree with that. Now, too. another thing is Drake, Kyle, maybe you remember too. I think this was early in the year when they had just rammed the Cowboys into the ground. And I said, there's three things historically that have stopped the Niners. Injuries, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan. And I think this is when we had the, the, the big Brock Purdy argument. And we can talk about him next. But on the, the Shanahan side of things, I Drake, I know you respect the hell out of his schemes and his ability to mentor coaches even. And his coaching tree is impressive. His teams are always stacked. And he gets more out of these serviceable quarterbacks than probably anyone else in the league could. But for some reason, he's got like that, you know, like I said last week, I think. He just like sees the – championship belts like just passing him by i don't think he can't win big games i think he could have won and should have won all three of these super bowls but for whatever reason he always makes a big misstep now he in some games he got away with it like against you know in playoff games he's gotten away with it before but when you're going up against the greatest of the greatest you can't now if he went against up if he went up against like the bills in the super bowl or something like that Maybe they still win in spite of that. So it is a little bit of both. It's a little bad luck, but it's also a little straight-up mismanagement. I agree with that. I mean, yeah, I've said what I had to say about Kyle Shanahan, and it does. it is unfortunate that you go up against, you know, two of the greatest coaches, two of the greatest quarterbacks, but – you just can't be that bad at adjusting. Yeah. 
Let's talk about the quarterback, Brock Purdy, that side of things. So who wants to kick us off on the Brock? I still think he's good. That's it. I, I still think he's good. I still think he's good as well. All right. Well, I'll, I'm not going to be like a major minority in this one because honestly, I think in this game you saw everything about Brock Purdy. I think he played a B-plus game. I thought he played pretty well. Like he played good enough to win. And if you think about it, he technically led two game-winning drives basically in that Super Bowl. Just the defense couldn't hold. So massive credit. He had a lot of really money throws, a couple misses, but anyone would. I'm not really going to fault him for that. So he had a lot of good, but there were some things where he saw limitations. You know, like when the blitz got in his face, you know, it's part of its size being like, you know, relatively small by NFL standards where you can't like just hang in there like a Josh Allen, take the heat and deliver a strike to the slant. The, the end of regulation, their field goal drive, they sent the blitz. And Ayuk was open, but Purdy simply couldn't see him. So he threw it to Jennings or might have been uh, vice versa. So there were some things where it was, all right, when they blitz him, he's limited. But uh, that's not entirely his fault. I think Shanahan could have done a better job putting him in a better spot than that. So all in all, I think this was a perfect view of Brock Purdy. Like when things are going well, he is really he can be really effective. He can be really good. And he's not going to be rattled. But also, he's just not a special quarterback. So, so he's certainly serviceable and above serviceable to some degree. So, I overall thought he had a B plus game. He's not the reason they lost. I think he's kind of like the definition of a system quarterback. I could agree with that. Drake, does does him does him playing in the Super Bowl change how you have been feeling about him? Um, what do you mean? Well, you said, you know, you always say he's got to show me this or he's got to show me that or I don't think this because this has did his performance in the Super Bowl change how you feel. Well, you finally you finally said you think he's he can be very good, which is something I never heard you say. I'm going to say very effective, not very good. <laughs> so I think he's this happens. This is for a lot of people. This isn't just Brock Purdy like environment matters where you are matters like if if he was on like say the titans do i think he'd be garbage yeah i do but that's i could say the same thing for a lot of quarterbacks who are actually effective in their spot for the system he's in he's he's better than a lot could be but at the same time if you ask me would i rather have kirk cousins in that system or brock purdy i'm taking kirk cousins so like it's there is some give and take like i I think I, we've come to this agreement, obviously, that he's better than Jimmy G. And all this really showed me was that, again, things I've been coming to know over the past few weeks that I respect his grit. I respect his mentality. I think he's a smart player and I think he's a capable player. But I also don't consider him like flirting with top 10 or anything like that. I consider him a middle of the pack quarterback in a system that lets him perform above that. You know, on that play that, uh, Chris Jones got just completely free and right in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snead got cooked. Oh, he did on that play. Like if Brock Purdy would have had a second, a half a second longer, that would have been a touchdown. Yep. Talking towards like the end of the game when uh, 
Purdy has had to like toss it up on like third down. Yeah, that was that was an overtime, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't remember. It was the one the one where Chris Jones got got blatantly yeah, free. Yeah, Chris Jones got like yeah. right through the line. Yeah, he got cooked top. by. Uh, Ayuk. It was Jennings or Ayuk? I think it was Ayuk. Ayuk. Is Ayuk and was complaining about it. If Brock Purdy would have had a, a half another second. It's a game of inches and a game of milliseconds. That's what happens when you got one of the best defensive tackles of all time. Oh, Kyle. Maybe. I mean, he'll play himself into it legacy-wise. You know, he's got the rings and he's had incredible performances in these Super Bowls. Like, I, I don't think he's better than Aaron Donald, like, historically or – you know, it's just a weird argument because, like, I feel like in the regular season, he's good, but he's not like you don't think of him as like one of the best speed tackles of all time, you know. But in the playoffs, he always steps it up to where you're like this guy can't be blocked. He's a dog, though, and he, I, will- I think, other like, I think that watching him in the regular, he doesn't get the sacks. And that, but he, gets saying, the, yeah. he gets the QB pressures. He forces QBs out of the pocket. He stops the run, and he's very effective up front. Yeah, he's the heart he, of that. He, he doesn't get the stats like Aaron Donald. Like he doesn't get the sacks. I, I I get that, but he makes the plays. He does. And in the playoffs, yeah, it, it comes to. I think he, he he has a switch in the playoffs for sure, but I still think he does it in the regular season. He just doesn't get. The sacks. Well, that's what he's missing. I agree. That's a lot of interior D linemen, but come on, guys. Say it with me. Big time players make big time plays in big time games. He is like the big time player when it comes to like that position. Him and Donald, as far as the past decade plus. Now, every Super Bowl, every AFC championship they've won, Chris Jones makes a, a big play towards the end of the game. Right. Just, yeah. Always. It's incredible. It's it's really incredible. And I think wow. that is something that, you know, you have to have to be one of the, like I said, greatest D tackles of all time. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Now, it's it's hard to compare eras, to be fair. But yeah. I think he just gets overshadowed by Aaron Donald playing at the same time as him, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's you like... Know, it's like a Michael Jordan, Clyde Drexler kind of thing, you know? Cam Hayward's yeah. talked about as one of the greats, too. But, like, in the playoffs, I'm taking Chris Jones 10 times out of 10. For sure. Not close. Now, but, how about Chris Jones versus Nadamakan Sue in his prime? Chris Jones. Chris really? Jones. I mean, Nadamakan Sue was one of my favorite players of all time. I guess. We never saw really what Sue and his prime could do in these big games. Yeah, you know? he played in Detroit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we like he could have done the same exact thing, but we never saw it. Right, for sure. But I, I do uh, for Chris Jones. I do think he's got a path to being an all timer, just because he's so in the spotlight, and, and that's not something that you can say for interior D linemen very often. You know, so it's. Will he be like the most talented, the most skilled interior lineman of all time? No, but no other D lineman like that 
besides like Vince Wilfork, will have played in as many Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, or maybe Mean Joe Green for the for the Steelers way back in the day, but the league's more popular now, so it's uh, it's just different. What about when he leaves the Chiefs this year? He's going to be a bear. Yeah. He's going to be a bear. He could be, and then he'll turn into Albert Hainsworth for you guys. Mean. <laughs> no, I, I do expect him to leave, actually. He'll get the bag somewhere. Me too, but do you think that's going to hurt his legacy? Um, hurt He's got three role. Super Bowls. Right. It, it would just dampen it. Like, he couldn't go any higher. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be a Hall of Famer. No, like, oh, it's oh, awesome. yeah. yeah, that's already – he's probably going to go to, like, the Jets. That'd be nasty. Him and uh, Williams. Yeah. Mm. I like that. Uh, they uh, they probably won't be able to afford it, though. I could see him going to, like, the Texans or something. I think I've seen that, too, Texans. Yeah. That'd be nasty, too. It, it would be. Him and Will Anderson, like. They have the cap space, too. They do. That's what they need. They need that and an offensive lineman, and I think they're good. They need Tunsil to actually be healthy for a full season. That they yeah. do. All right, let's uh let's pause from spurring off into other NFL teams. Any last Super Bowl takeaways before we pivot to basketball? Uh, I think I've gave all my takes. Travis Kelsey, <laughs> greatest tight end of all time. We've talked nope. about Gronk. We've talked about It's not a debate, Gronk. When does that change? Never. If you go back in time and make Travis Kelsey better. <laughs> I don't There's care. No debate. So in football, I am not a longevity guy. Like I am about peak, peak performance. So Pete Brock was unstoppable. He For was more... one of the be- he was the best receiving tight end and the best re- uh, blocking tight end at the same time. Yep. So two more Super Bowls, two more thousand yard seasons, nope. nothing. Three, nope. four, nope. no, never. I mean, I'm with you. I, I think Gronk's the greatest tight end of all time. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though, is like when people are like, oh, well, look at the stats now. He's got almost as many receiving yards in the playoffs as Jerry Rice. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I I just remember watching Gronk and just like knowing you can put three guys on him and he's coming down with it. And Fourth, fourth and five in the, and, and you're on the 15, you know it's a fade to Gronk. Dude. And everyone in the stadium knows it. Everyone watching at home knows it. The defense could have the most illegal hits ever, and Gronk would still come down with it. Yeah, he might, you know, need like eight surgeries in the offseason, but he was getting that ball. All right, but how about second greatest? Antonio Uh, Gates or? Tony Gonzalez. I'd I'd say Chelsea at two. I I think there's a debate between him and Tony. Gonzalez. Yeah, Agonzo was a dog. Like I he was yeah. the standard, you know, for a long time. And yeah. he was like the pioneer of this type of tight end in a lot of ways. You could have those two two or three and I wouldn't be mad. Like either way, someone does it, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. I I'd personally go Kelsey because it is impressive what he's been able to do from a longevity standpoint and availability and all that stuff. And he's been unstoppable for in big games in a lot of ways. So is Antonio well, Gates four? Is he the fourth best all time? I have to look into that. I think he is. I think Gates is four. He he had so many Gates fucking touchdowns. 
I, I did like Gates a lot. Um, he, he's up there. Uh, this is this is the type of conversation for when it's sports dead time. It is not sports dead yeah. time. We gotta get to the NBA. All right. All right. Yeah, we're forty-five minutes in. Exactly, and we wanna be like hour-ish. <laughs> but NBA review time. This is the indie portion. We already been Sid City. Let's go to to Indianapolis where all the real action is. No, not really. But Kyle. Last time you were on here was our last episode of 2023, so about a month and a half ago. And we we talked a lot, but one of the things we discussed specifically was the microwave super teams, that being the Suns and the Clippers, which at the time, the Clippers were just starting their turnaround, and they have gone full throttle since then. And the Suns were still wonky, and now they have really turned it around, but Beal's out with a hamstring again. But... I want to I want to check in on your thoughts there specifically. I haven't I've been able to talk to you about any of these teams. How are you feeling about them? The Clippers have really figured out how to run their lineups together with all their I mean, they have like three stars now, but people still count Russ as a star, but like they've really figured out how to Ty Lue's done a good job on how to play all those guys together. The best lineups, the best way to make them all effective. Yeah. I'm really impressed in what they've done over these last like two months or so. Yeah. And the Suns are I still think they can be better. I know they've had a lot of injuries on their three main guys, but like I still expected more out of them by this point. I think they're like the five or the six seed right now. Yep. I mean, Beal's just kind of been a disappointment because he's been hurt most of the season, and he just got hurt again. Hamstrings, those don't go away fast. I, I, you know, they're kind of disappointing to me still. Yeah, I agree with that on the Sun side. Now they're they're lucky that they're not playing to be the number one seed anyway, and there's this jumbled up you know, just bunch at the top of the conference anyways. But the Clippers side of things, man, Kawhi. Talk about Kawhi. He looks like 2014 Kawhi when he's, you know, towards the end of his time with the Spurs. Yeah, he's been playing really good. I think since December 1, he's been shooting 49% from three. What did Drake just say? I don't know. I said James Harden, too. Yeah, he's been uh, being a really good distributor, you know? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like in Philly. Everyone yeah. said that James Harden on the Clippers, there was going to be the James Harden effect, but they have... I mean, they started 0-6, and ever since then, they've had the best record in the like the league, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. They've really figured it out. Yeah, they've been incredible. Shout out to Ty Lue, like you Shout said. But yeah, back to Kawhi. Dog. Dog. I yeah, I mean Kawhi, you guys I, you guys probably both know. Drake definitely knows, but he's he's one of my favorite players of all time, just the way he plays. He's just so disruptive on defense. I fucking love Kawhi. Great. I'm glad because he's he's just his game is just so I just love it. Even though his shot has zero arc. It's just a liner, just lasers, <laughs> lasers, lasers. And that's it's just impressive the precision on that like you know there is a very small surface for that ball to go through and he's just money i've never rooted for a team more than that isn't my favorite team than the 2019 raptors in the finals 
Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, 2019 Raptors. That was a that was a special team. That I, mean, I don't think anybody in the country besides Northern California, California wanted yeah. anybody to win besides the Raptors. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's something I saw after the Super Bowl was don't feel bad for Niners fans. They're also all Warriors fans. <laughs> and they're probably Giants fans, and they had a fucking dynasty in, like, the <laughs> 2010s. Yeah, no one's crying a river for, you know, Northern California. All right, well, how about the ascending young teams? They've kind of been really – they've been staying at the top in the conference, and that's the Timberwolves and the Thunder who – uh, Drake and I were really high on the Thunder going in, and I was not high on the T Wolves. We talked about that a little bit last time, but what's going on there? Is it you think they're gonna continue there? Uh, I think they'll both be. I think the Timberwolves. I think they can be the one seed. Thunder gonna be a, probably a top three seed. I think because the the Timberwolves have more experience in the playoffs, is like Rudy and Cat. I think they can make it farther than the Thunder, who have practically no playoff experience. And Shea, in his first, uh, I think it was like his first two seasons, he made it, and never since then. Yeah. So I think, I think the Timberwolves are kind of more built for it, because even Ant, who is young, has like two playoff series under his belt. So, like, I, I really think the Timberwolves can make some noise, like Western Conference Finals, maybe in finals if, like, they have a good enough matchup. Hmm. I think the Timberwolves Yeah, I do think scary. matchups are going to be quite important. Yeah? I, I think the Timberwolves are scary. And Anthony Edwards is a fucking beast. Hmm. And I've been he saying is. that since he came in. I know, and you like to quote me on that, on how I felt. Yep. Uh, but Joe said Anthony Edwards is going to be trash. Okay, no, that's he's going to take Joe. He started trash because his rookie year he was shooting forty percent from the field. I said that's garbage because it he was. was. Still a, he was still a beast. Yeah, he looked now, like a linebacker out there. Just now, forty percent's like everyone shoots forty percent. I don't know if that's true. Like Dame? Yeah. Dame sucks. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Settle down, first of all. Oh, whoa. It's just a Celtics hater. Or, yeah. A Celtics yeah. hater. Celtics. The I'm the Celtics here. guy. It says it right there, Joe. You're a hater that's a Celtics guy. How about that? We're not talking about there, the Bucks there. and the Celtics yet. No. We no, we don't need to talk about them yet. Uh, but yeah, I really, I really like those young teams. I liked what the the Thunder did on the trade deadline. You know, not taking a big move. It's uh, they're a good team. They're gonna need a good matchup. They're not ready to to win it all like Drake thought they might. Uh, the T Wolves, though, I think that's a team that the Clippers don't want to see. Is the T Wolves because they match up pretty well from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, Rudy Go Rudy Gobert is gonna win. Deep boy. Probably. Is he actually? Yeah. Good no way he does. I, I don't see a way he doesn't unless he gets injured and misses all the rest of the games this year. What about Honestly, Wemby? He's been he's been pretty Wemby, solid. no, 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 no. Too young. Gobert is leading the number one defense for the number one seed in the West. He's winning Depoy. 
what will that be like his fourth? Yeah, I think so. It's crazy. Fourth he's, or fifth. He's locked down. Yeah. He's playing great. Good. Can't overuse that great word. Can't. All right. Well, before we go into like checking in on awards, Kyle, do you have anything else on the NBA general landscape that you want to go into? Yeah. Um, the Bucks are dumb. They fired Griffin for no reason to hire someone who's been a worse coach. They trade for Pat Bev, who does nothing except annoy people in the regular season. And uh, Giannis takes 20 seconds to shoot free throws. They're dumb and they're stupid. I hate that. That last point I can't argue with as far as the Giannis 20 seconds thing. Like, that's just, that's just fact. So I obviously have to force myself to believe. I I do like the Pat Bev move because I don't think there was anything else we could do. And the Bucks needed some sort of defensive energy at the guard position, like we kind of talked about can't last time. Guard any good players. He's too old at this point. That's what everyone said about PJ Tucker when we traded for him. And then all he had to do was annoy and tire out KD for a series, and that's that's all we needed from him. Yeah, but you're not in the fucking uh, you're not in the pandemic season where half the good teams aren't good anymore. Oh, so is that what we're doing? We're putting asterisks on the season. How about that? Sounds like a Celtics guy because they can't win post 28 2008 when you had Doc Rivers, who you're shitting on. Right hey, now. hey, hey! Guess what? Guess what? How many uh, how many playoff series has the Bucks won in the last uh, two seasons? One. Celtics have won. Banners for playoff Celtics have won six. Do you, hang the more recently. Do you hang a banner for Eastern Conference Championship at Boston? I thought you guys were about championships. We That's are. But get, like, maybe uh, win a playoff series? Be ready. Oh, yeah, I know right. you got that ring. Okay, okay, okay. What am I going to be afraid of? Chris Middleton looking like a fish? <laughs> you could be afraid of Giannis dropping 40 on you. Yeah, well, well, no one else does anything, and Dame Muller shoots six for 24. Hey, eight for 24. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, the Bucks are obviously going through a lot of growing pains, but to the point of firing Adrian Griffin, he just the team wasn't buying what he was selling. So if you lose the team, you're, you're done. You're off. Like, that's just how it goes as a coach. Yeah, but Doc Rivers? I am forcing myself to believe in Doc Rivers, so. I feel sorry for you, man. Hey, on the bright side, since he took over the pack, uh, not Packers, the, the Bucks defense has jumped to the number four uh, defensive rating in the league, so. Well, having a three and six record. Well, when it was six and three, but we had a bottom defense, everyone was like, oh, you're winning, but who cares? You don't have a defense. So we'll figure it out. We had one. Now we've got the other. We're going to put them together. Cavs are going to beat the shit out of them in the second round of the playoffs. That's just You guys are both going to lose to the Miami Heat, so it doesn't even matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they should oh, make yeah, the playoffs yeah. first. They will. They're going to lose to, like, the Bulls in the play-in or something. Gross. That's what everyone said last year now, isn't it? Yeah, and they should have. And they're worse this year. Don't underestimate Jimmy Buckets, man. Hey, I, oh, I, I, I love Jimmy. Kyle's afraid of Jimmy. I'm not. Jason Tatum is. <laughs> Don't single-handedly be. beat both of your teams. We got guys, Porzingis right? now. We got Porzingis and Holiday. All right, Holiday's a dog. 
I gave you that one. All right. Well, this wasn't supposed to be a Bucks Celtics segment. This debate can't be settled until April anyway. So I guess we're doing a little award check-in then. Okay. All right. Well, what I mean by this is I did put in the rundown what everyone put preseason or not preseason, but right before the season began, like the week of for MVP, Kyle, Drake, you guys both put Joker. I put SGA. You running that you running that back or you want a chance to switch that out? Uh Jokic is the favorite right now. I forgot what reporter does it, but he does he sends out uh like a like a forum to all the people who vote for MVP and all the awards. And Jokic right now is the favorite based on all what all the voters are saying. So I'm confident on that. Mainly Shea's, just because Embiid got hurt. Embiid would have got back to back if he didn't oh get yeah. hurt. Shea's uh second right now. Yeah. He is. But I'd have to hold that because it's like the equivalent of a stock you bought at a low price and it's kind of skyrocketed. And then everyone's telling you like, yeah, you should sell now while you've got that money. But then I'm also like, but we're going to the moon. So I'm, I'm a hold, even though if Jokic, Jokic misses, is if Jokic misses any time, share win for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's a right. narrative league, a narrative, a narrative award. So yeah. What about for Embiid? What do you, I guess we, some, we could have talked about, what do you think about the everyone complaining all of a sudden about the 65 game rule for the awards? Do you think that's, Good, like you think that's valid complaints, or you think everyone's being a little soft? I think it's valid because if you don't, if you don't play, like it's at least fifteen games missed or something like that. You get, yeah, before you're ineligible for awards. Like he's probably gonna end up missing like twenty five ish games. Like you can't, you can't be the MVP when you miss almost thirty games. You know. Yep. If you, yeah. if you miss it, – it's unfortunate if you get hurt and everything, but you can't be the MVP of the league if you're hurt. I you know, agree. You, could, you can't come in and drop 50 points for a month and then get hurt the rest of the year and think you're going to be MVP. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I think – because you go percentage-wise, 65 games is only – it's not even 80% of the games. Like, if you're missing – a fifth of the games, it's like, Drake, if you just decided not to go to work one day a week and then you're like, hey, bro, where's my race? Like, exactly. that's how it works, buddy. Exactly. Hey, but you're just chill as fuck as you, if you do that. Did you get a raise for going to work, you know, three days a week? And... <laughs> if you're chill as fuck, maybe. All right. Well, now we're going to move to Depoy. <laughs> so, Kyle, your preseason pick was Mobley, and then me and Drake both said Giannis. And it's going to be all, neither of them. It's, it's going to be Gobert. Gobert for sure. Gobert for sure. I, Gobert. I agree. I don't even know who's the runner-up currently. I don't even know. I it think it's Gobert matter. by so much that no matter. one's even talking about anyone else. It's a, I'm yeah. going to look it up. I'm going to go black for a second because I'm going to look it up. Let's take but, them off. <laughs> See Mo- <you> <laughs> oh, shit. Mobley missed so much time that like it was impossible for him to be in the running. He missed like... I know. I like 20 games or something. Yeah. Is he back now, though? I thought so. Yeah, he's been back for, like, yeah. I think uh, the last week or so. Him and Garland are back, yeah. so the Cavs are playing Chet even better Holm- now. Chet Holmgren is second. Oh, really? Bam's third, AD's fourth, and Wemby is fifth. Would you say was third? 
I think it said Bam. 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 Okay, got it. Bam's third, AD is fourth. Okay, cool. All right, well, good job, guys. We're all wrong. Uh, Coach of the year, though, Kyle, you Mm. said Spo. You had Eric Spolstra. Me and Drake had Dagnalt. Yeah, you guys are going to get that one. Yeah. There we go. Spo, I thought Spo, I thought the Heat were going to be like, oh, yeah, let's let's go, guys. Let's be good. Yeah, well, they didn't. And even though I think he's one of the best coaches in the league, he's not winning this year. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm holding strong. Same. Same. Or Ty Lue. I don't know. Oh, that's a good that's a good call. That would be interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold strong. I though. feel like it's gonna be Dagnall. I mean, I I feel like teams that are stacked, they're the voters kind of don't, you know. Like the Celtics and Clippers, I mean, Ty Lue and Missoula aren't going to get a lot of votes. What about – not eligible, sorry. What about uh, Thibodeau? That's fair. Maybe. Tibbs. I mean, they are the ones – I get uh, J.B. Bickerstaff for the Cavs, two seed in the East right now. He could be a potential – you know, he could be in there. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good runners, which isn't – that doesn't always happen in the NBA where there's like multiple coach of the year candidates, honestly. Some years they're just like it's random. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I honestly think those three are probably who I'd say. I mean, if maybe Chris Pinch from the Timberwolves, he could be in there. Maybe. That's good call. Actually, good call. There's some there's some players in there, but I still I still like having having Dag in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's gonna win it. There we go, Drake. We're doing well. Rookie of the year, Kyle and Drake. You guys both had Chet. I was the only one to say Wemby. It's gonna be close. Chet, Chet looks like a good, a uh, good pick. Like uh, until like a month ago, then Wemby was like, um, "I'm gonna be the best rookie ever and just block oh, eight shots bubble. a game." I, I think Wemby's gonna win. Wemby has slipped away with it for sure. Yeah. Chet was holding strong for a while, but now yeah. Jalen Williams is the clear-cut oh. number two on that team. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What's he averaging, like 25 or something? In the last couple easy. weeks he has, yeah. Yeah, that's um, – I do – like I said, I think Chet was holding strong. There, there were multiple weeks where they would go back and forth, one and two, but Wemby's just consistently pulling away with it. So Wemby's, Wemby's going to win for sure. Yeah, I agree. Unless he gets Most hurt or something or whatever, but you never know. But that same could be said for Chet. He did miss all of last year, so yep. that's kind of random. But uh, most improved, Kyle and I both had Franz Wagner, which I like that pick, and Drake had Bridges. I think Macal Bridges, I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be Kobe White. Oh. oh. I actually have no idea what this award is. I don't think it's going to be Wagner. I think he missed, he missed like two or three weeks. So I don't know if he has enough to be like voted in for it. Mm. But this is a really hard award because like someone, someone random could just go on like a streak for these last two months of the season, scoring like high 20s a game and be, uh, all the voters be like, oh, I want this guy to win, you know? It's like, yeah. this one is, I think, is the hardest award to pick every year. 
because the criteria changes every year. Is like an all star becoming a superstar? Is it become like a regular player becoming an all star? It's you know it's hard to figure out how they vote for this award. I think that the year I agree with you because I think the year Brandon Ingram won, I think Bam should have won that year because Bam was nothing the year before and then was an all star the next year, but. Brandon Ingram just took that next step and he and he won it. But I think this year it'll either be Kobe White or uh, Maxi. Mm. Yeah, probably. I think I think Kobe White though. You know, um, Kobe White's having a phenomenal year. I think it's because his team's not so that. good that they, they might not get the votes. You know, maybe that's true. It but he for, like, averaged like six points a game last year. Yeah. He'll probably be the one who statistically deserves it, but doesn't get it. Yeah, and probably I I could see Maxi though or Brunson. Brunson should have won last year. I think Markinen won last year, but I think it should have been Brunson. Yeah, but see, Brunson's another one like you said, Kyle. Like he's just he was good last year, and he's just yeah. taking an, an, another step this year. But like. So is it most improved, or is it who's the best player out of the bunch? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's mostly again, it's a narrative award. Just that's just what the NBA is. It's narrative awards. Uh, but six man of the year. Uh, I hate my pick. I had Marcus Smart. Trey had Chris Paul. Kyle had Trey Murphy. I think we we were all way off. All of our guys oh, yeah. have missed a lot of games. A lot of games. I honestly don't even know who like the favorite for. I'm gonna look it up who the favorite for this award is right now. I don't know. Is it uh? I'm, hmm. I'm gonna look it up. What about Russ? No, maybe he's probably gonna be up there. He'll be a. a, a... Um. Do, 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 do. Right now, okay. Come on, load. It do, has do, Malik do, do, do. Monk as the favorite. Then Tim Hardaway okay. and Norman Powell. Tim Hardaway, I could see. He's Tim had Hardaway's like, having a, a, a good year. He's had um, like multiple 30-point games I know. on the bench. And he's consistently in that 18 to 20 range anyways. He, yeah. He's got a couple, you know, six-pointers here and there. But, um, he does. Malik Monk, though, that's a good pick. I didn't even think about him. I honestly thought he was a starter. I, you I mean, I probably, he probably would be for any other team, but, like, the Kings are just kind of a, you know, they already got De'Aaron Fox at his position. Yeah. 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 Kings are still still kicking. All right. Uh, last one, though, for our finals picks. <laughs> Check out the variance on this one. Uh, so, Kyle, Celtics over Lakers. Ugh. Drake, Thunder over Bucks. Ugh. Me, <laughs> Uh, Bucks over Suns. Well, the I got the best team in the bunch. The Bucks Winning. won't be there. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got the best team the in the bunch. Be Celtics. Lakers, eh, they're not going to be there. The other LA team, can I switch it to that? Celtics over uh, Clippers. Celtics are Celtics would lose to the Clippers. Sorry. 
In what universe are you watching basketball in? The one where I know that Jason Tatum isn't clutch. Dude, the what about Celtics, we got we no uh, no uh, the Celtics might lose time. to the Knicks. Celtics might lose to the Knicks, according to Drake, or the Heat. You guys might get the eight seed Heat this year and know how it feels. <laughs> now we're gonna get the eight seed Magic and beat the shit out of them. They suck. Wow. Yeah, well, you would. Um. I like the Clippers, though. I really do. I do like the Clippers. I, really do. I only picked the Thunder because, you know, I thought we all were just going with our favorite teams because that's what you guys did. But, um, I mean, they could still make the finals. Like, they're the second, the two yeah. seed in the West. I mean, they're up there. I don't think that they have the. I don't know if they can win because they don't have the experience, but yeah. they can definitely like, make it. Were, there. If they run into the Nuggets at any point, it's over with. Who the th- the Thunder? Thunder, yeah, yeah, because they have no one who could, they could put on Jokic. What are you going to put exactly. Chad on him? You put four guys on him. The whole, <laughs> actually, all five guard him at once. No, wow. Shay's got to guard Jamal Murray. <laughs> yeah, four the four one defense. I could honestly see the Nuggets making it back. I mean, you, I don't. Like, they won last year pretty easily. You could definitely I see know. them back. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. have the you know the same team, except Bruce Brown. But you know, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Brown. pretty much. Yeah, um, I think for me, I mean, I'd probably, I'd definitely take out both of my teams because. Give your new pick. They're not getting there. But I'd, I'd, I'd Clippers are, are Nuggets. Clippers or Nuggets for sure. And then I don't know from the East. All of the, the whole East sucks. Whoa. We got the best record in the league. Yeah, and guess what? You can't win in the playoffs, buddy. Since, oh, oh, where did this narrative come from? When they do the nothing time? but make conference finals and then the finals. What? That's where fine. is this narrative coming from? Bro. You would think we were the Sixers or something. You can make <laughs> it all you want, but when was the last the time you won a finals? Kyle Shanahan of basketball. When was the last time you won a finals? You know when. And how many times have you you've made it once since? Twice. Twice since. That's true. Yeah. Congrats. You know, like you can make it all you want. I'm not gonna not enjoy it. No, for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely you know you're you're still in a prestige spot as a franchise. But you guys are beatable. Yeah, I'm saying maybe not this year. I don't know. You guys kind of live and die by the three all of a sudden. That's not true. We have it the highest true. post-up rate in the league. You also have the highest three-point uh, percentage, like as in attempts of your shots in the oh, league. Shit, I gotta grab my charger. <laughs> it always, it always happens to him. Well, good. Now we can continue to roast the Celtics to a brick wall. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I think the Celtics are, are are certainly vulnerable. Like, obviously, they're a great team, like a stacked roster and best record in the league, but. I, I think you guys need to drive the ball more. We do. You guys have like the second or third lowest drive percentage of possessions in the league. No, I'm, I'm getting a lot of Bill Simmons stats out of here. <laughs> I, I think the the Celtics are definitely beatable, but they're also definitely good. Um, they're the favorite, but they can be beat. Yeah. Which is, I mean, of course you're the favorite. Like you said, you have the best record in the league. The Niners are going to be the favorite no matter what. Right now, but they could definitely be beat. 
I um, think not until the finals. I think the only team we have to worry about, only two teams we have to worry about, are the Clippers and the Nuggets. Dude, I don't know, man. The I'm Knicks not worried about the fire. Heat. I'm not worried the about the Knicks have been heat. on fire. I'm not worried about The Knicks have been on fire. I ain't worried about the Knicks either, though. The, the Celtics, you know, they should you, be the favorite. You worry about them, Joe. What? You do have to worry about them. Worry about who? The Celtics. What about them? You have to worry about them. I meant the Celtics don't have to worry about the Knicks is what I meant. Oh, okay. You know what? I take it back. Fuck the Celtics. You guys got to worry about the Raptors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dude, I hope, you Raptors. I hope you both are on here saying the Celtics don't have to worry about the Knicks and then just watch the Knicks whip the fucking Celtics. Let me tell oh, you Oh, yeah, because we have to watch fucking playoff Julius Randle brick 20 shots a game. Yeah, Julius Randle's pretty butt cheeks, but... <laughs> Jalen Brunson's that Jalen Brunson's a dog. He's he gonna get dog. played off the floor. He's too small. He can't guard anyone in the Celtics. What do you All you gotta do is hope that Jason Tatum Tatum misses, you know, eight threes like normal. Yep. Once he knows he can just drive to the rim whenever he wants, they're gonna be unstoppable. I, I can't wait for that day for that to set in. The, every cool. Bucks fan and every Celtics fan always does this. Oh when. When our superstar drives to the lane, we're, we're unstoppable. We're going to the finals. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll see you there, yeah. buddies. Look at the look at just look at the history of the the conference finals and the finals the last few years. Celtics have been Dude, there five Drake, of the last six years. We we're Drake, we're winners. Drake has no skin in the game. He's he roots for LeBron and the Lakers suck. So he just gets to sit here and be like, "Oh, your guys' teams suck." <laughs> I'm yeah. a player fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, you it's better start weird. looking for a new one. I liked Dame until he went to the box, and so now he sucks. He didn't All even right. want to go there. We're moving on to the All-Star Draft. We are past an hour, and... Oh, can I get the first pick? Boom. Hold on, Joe. You didn't say if you wanted to change your finals picks or not. Yeah, we did. Who's your final stick again? Box over Clippers, baby. Ooh. Suns. <laughs> Now I'm just going all fanboy because those are the two teams I want. All right. You hated the Clippers like two months ago. I did not hate the Clippers. Don't no 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 no. You said they're stinky and smelly that. and suck. Joe False. Joe's always like the Clippers. Yeah. Always Joe's as put, in like Joe's put the Clippers the in the finals ever since Kawhi went there. Every year they're a finals pick for Joe. Except for last year. Last year I picked the Nuggets. So you did. Give me some cred. I pick the Celtics every year. They'd always disappoint me. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for another one of those years. All right. Moving on to our final segment of the day, and that is a draft for the All-Star game. There are 26 players eligible. We've got three teams to draft here, which means whoever goes last last will be able to draft a non-All-Star. Here goes Drake. Drake. Well, I got to look at the – I have to look at the roster, so you're going to have to deal with me going dark. Oh shit! Right. I'm gonna have to look that up. All right. Well, then who? You know what? I want to go first. Kyle's first. It's snake order, buddy. Do I get to pick injured players or no? Yes. Yes. Everyone's healthy. Uh. Well, Drake, I'm just you picking want second or third. I don't care. All right. Drake's second. Of course, uh, you want back to back. Yes, sir. 
I'm just taking Jason Tatum first overall. I don't know what the draft is for, but I'm just taking him. What do you mean you don't know what the draft is for? This is, just, is it just like who who do who you think is going to be best in the game? Or you're drafting a team to compete against our teams? In what sense? So though? last sense year we I'm did gonna it. Ask people to vote on it. Yeah, say who's going to win. Last year we did it. Whoever scored the most points. So is that not this year? But not this so year. is it just try to draft the best team? Yeah. yeah. You're playing oh. fantasy basketball right now, basically. Kind of. Well, then um, just I'm going to take the. I'm going to take Luca. Didn't you just take Jason Tatum? Well, I didn't know how the draft worked, so I took Luca. He doesn't. He's not a. a he he's he's letting his actual suspicions that Tatum is overrated leak through. I don't oh, think Tatum's overrated. Luca's just dog. better than him. He is. All right. Well, Luca's off the board. Drake's sad. Um. Yeah, that's usually my pick. Um, but I'll just take, you know, I'll take Shea, of course. Wow. Obviously. Obviously? Jesus. You guys. Well, that kind of sucks. All right, give me. I'm going to take, I guess if we're all taking our guys. Like, give me Giannis, and then I'm going to take I'm gonna take Jokic. Jokic. Um. All players are healthy? Yep. Well, then I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard. Is it my pick? Yeah, you got back-to-back, buddy. Okay. I'm taking um, Tatum. Shocker. And is Giannis been picked yet? Yeah. yeah. Come on. I wasn't paying attention. No shit. I'll take KD. I'll take KD. I'll take Joel Embiid. Can't believe Embiid went that far. I'm trying to keep up with all these names. That's why I wrote them out so that I could cross them off as we went. I didn't. So That's why I'm, I'm gonna, dark screen right now because I'm... I'm going to ask you a few off. questions through this, Joe. All right. I'm going to go LeBron. All right. And Steph. God, fucking. Dude, my my dude, I'm about to win whatever voting system we have just because I have all the name brand players. Who do you have so far? Giannis, Jokic, LeBron, Steph. <laughs> Damn. Dude, I got fucked with this goddamn stupid second pick. I'll tell you that one. You picked it. No, I didn't. I said <laughs> I don't care. I said I don't care. Silence right. is compliance. I'll take Donovan Mitchell then. Ooh, D Mitch. Kyle, you're up back to back. Okay. Um, I'll take Jalen Brown and Bam. Wow. All right, I'll take AD. AD? Yeah. All right, I got to catch up. Okay, well, now I got back to back. Give me. Fuck. Give me Anthony Edwards. Fuck. No. I didn't even see him on there. Fuck. <laughs> This is great. This is great. Are you guys even trying? Um, That's who I wanted. I can't keep up with this goddamn (laughs) stupid list. Yeah, you're the one who wrote all the names down, Joe. That's, uh, you know, to the the winner go the spoils. All right, who's my sixth man, though? Give me, uh, give me Brunson. Fuck! All right, I'll take Tyrese Halburn. That's good. He, He slipped. All right, am I up again? Yep, back to back. I'll take 
Um, has Booker been taken yet? No, he's still out there. I'll oh. take him. Booker take and um, Cat. Nice. I don't want Cat. Um, I'll take a guy who should have been a starter anyways, Trey Young. Why should he have been a starter? Because he's better than Damian Lillard. Yeah, but he looks funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was bogus. All right. Oh man, now we're getting a little bit thinner out here. Give me I'm gonna take Dame. You know, none of you guys wanted to touch him. Yeah, trash can. And then <laughs> You guys are going to be writing him a handwritten apology when he's hitting games. Oh, after the All-Star game? Oh, yeah, thanks, Dame. You scored 13 points in the All-Star game. Talking about the playoffs, but all right. Uh, and then I'll take – I'll take uh, – shit. I'll take PG-13. Fuck. Um, now I'm going to take this guy because he's very slept on. Nah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take Maxi. Uh, oh, okay. Kyle, you're up. Um, I'll take Paolo and Scotty Barnes. Fuck, I do not. All right, I guess I got Julius Randle then. <laughs> Is that all unless, the players? Have everyone been picked? Yeah, unless Drake, if you want to be the one who takes a non All Star instead of Randall, instead of me doing that, you can. What does that even mean? There's only 26 all stars, and you yeah, know, but he's supposed to by three. pick someone not in the game, yeah, like uh, you know, a, someone a who snub or something. A what a, snub? a celeb? How about a celeb? <laughs> you could pick Kevin Hart, hey, take Tristan <laughs> in the game. Hey, there you go. Um, yeah, I'll take Victor Wembanyama, should have wow. been there, should have taken Porzingis. Never forget that uh, Drake was the biggest Wemby hater on the planet. I still was am. He? Yeah, and I'll take I'll take Julius Randle just to make sure every All Star has been taken. I think Drake uh, took Randle. No, he did, and then he decided he didn't want Randle because he hates him. <laughs> I hate Julius right. Randle more than I hate Victor Wembanyama. You guys ready to hear your your lineups? Yeah, you write I them see down. Mine. I've been writing them down. Kyle, you went. Luca, Tatum, KD, yep. Jalen Brown, Bam. That's your starting five, yep. unless you were switching out these other guys. Pretty good starting five. Your bench is Book, Cat, Paolo, and Scotty Barnes. Yep. Drake starting lineup, or at least your first five picks: Shea, Kawhi, Embiid, Spider Mitchell, Anthony Davis. That's Off the good. bench, Halliburton. Ice Trey, Maxi, and Wembenyama. We're small, then, but we're feisty. You know, good thing you got AD and Wemby and Embiid. What are you talking about, small? <laughs> it's just you only have one wing. That's the problem. Who's his one wing? Kawhi. Oh, that's pretty good for one wing. It is, but he might only play half the game. <laughs> I'll put or Donovan half. Mitchell out there. Yeah, that's... Uh, Kawhi might not even play in the All-Star game. Yeah, well, obviously Embiid isn't either. So, like, we're playing in the land of make-believe, you know, like the one where Celtics win championships. Uh, hey, man. 
I no, take it back. He won yeah. one against the Celtics in the playoffs in his career. I mean, one and two. He's one and two. He's one and all in the Don't finals. Don't your team. Huh? All right, my team. Giannis, Jokic, LeBron, Steph, Anthony Edwards. Off the bench, we got Brunson, Dame, Paul George, Julius Randle. You got the name team, but I think my team is going to put up numbers against your guys' teams. We got nothing but switchable defenders. We got nothing but Giannis yamming down your brain. Jokic passed into the Damn, owns Giannis. Not when he can pass it out to Steph to drain threes. Who are you putting on Steph? Luca? Good luck. (laughs) That's different. I mean, in real life. I mean, let's talk about the actual best defensive player in the league. What do you say? Uh, dup, dup, dup. What? <laughs> I got Drake's Anthony Davis. Just... That's all that matters. I heard like three of the last 50 words you said. <laughs> you said Kyle's team is the best. And I'm back? Yeah. You are now, yeah. Yeah? All right. Welcome back. What you, what you say? I don't remember. Something about Anthony Davis. Something about his team being aggressively mid. I'm going to set up a bunch of bots to vote for my team to be the best team in whatever vote well, you do. Now I got to put forth the effort to you know actually getting that out there so everyone can vote on it since we're recording a little late in the week here. But the uh, that was a fun draft. Three people made it a lot harder. All-Star game starts. All-Star weekend starts tomorrow. It does. Yeah, but it's all the dumb stuff tomorrow. It's like... Celebrity game, mom, right? Celebrity yeah. game and like the rookie sophomore game. Yeah. Yep. That's all right. Still some stuff if you got free time. I probably won't watch, but maybe. Maybe I'll I'll check in. I watched the replays of like the dunk contest. Just That's had to pull here. up the, the cover here. All right. We are way not way from now on, probably. No way, dude. We got draft and stuff and uh free you know, agency coming like, up in a month. We ain't done. We ain't done. A one free agent prediction. I think uh the Bears are gonna sign Chris Jones. I think one Justin free Fields agent is position. gonna be a stealer. Who? Justin Fields. Probably. That would be strange. Eddie Jackson in, is gone. He's no longer a bear. He got cut today. He'll probably Justified. be a stealer, too. All right. Trey. Him and Cody Whitehair, both going to be stealers. They probably will, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's a, that's a wrap. Episode 59, Sin City to Indy. Drake, thanks as always. But, Kyle, appreciate you coming back and having some Celtics-Bucks banter as it always ends up turning into, no matter what. It wasn't even on the docket at all, and yet we talked it for a good, like, 15 minutes. I just like to argue. I am well aware of this, Kyle. But <laughs> we we appreciate you joining, helping us, uh, you know, go through the NBA and the Super Bowl. But that's a wrap for today, and thank you, everyone, for joining in. As always, make sure to check us out. Give us a follow on Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify all at Mad Talk Sports. We'll see you next week for episode 60.